My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show today. I'm so excited. The guest I'm bringing on, Victoria Kleinsman. She is, you know, a food freedom body love coach on the mission to help millions of women around the world come back home to self-love and intuition eating. She's also the host of the Body Love Binge, Food Freedom and Body Love Podcast. You know what, Victoria, I might have totally messed up the way I pronounced that. Was that correct? You're, you're the host of the, bo- the body love it was, food freedom. <laughs> I would say it's easier for you to say she's hosted the body love binge podcast. The food freedom and body love is like just an, I use that. So the search words can find me. So it's more like the body love binge and that's all good. Okay. Perfect. So guys, if you're looking her at, just keep that in mind. Okay. Victoria, it's so good to have you here today. I appreciate it. I mean, the things you've done are just incredible. Now, I think this is the perfect time to take us back throughout your journey and let us know what brought you to where you are today, because you're doing some amazing things out there. You're making changes in the world for people. And I want to hear all about it. Thank you, Brittany. And thank you. It's an honor to be here. And hello to all your listeners. So I will keep a very long story short, because I know that we're short on time today. But I I became a coach and I, I have the business I have today because of my own experience. So It started for me from the age of nine when I started dieting and then that morphed into anorexia when I was a teenager, which then morphed into bulimia and binge eating. So I've had most of my life, 20 years plus, hating my body, never feeling good enough, obsessing about food. And it wasn't until I was 30 I started my food freedom journey and then created a business out of my experience. Yes, I have certifications, but honestly, it's my own experience that really gets the transformation with my clients. So I, living in food freedom and body love, knowing how 20 years living in body hate and food obsession, I was like, I need to share this with everyone else who is struggling. So it was, I just have such a big heart and I want every woman who's struggling to feel the way I feel. So that's what drove me to start my business in the first place. And that drives me every day. It's easy to show up from that place. I love it. And you're coming from a place of experience yourself. So you know, the struggles you can understand and relate to them, which I think is just incredible, you know, being through it yourself and, and coming up, uh, coming over on the other side and making it through. So you're able to help others do the same. Yeah, exactly that. And, you know, there's a lot of coaches that can and therapists and, and professionals that can help women profoundly without having to have experienced what they're helping their client or patient with. But actually most of my clients come to me and I always say to them on the consultation call, you know, why did you, why are you here? Apart from what you're struggling with, what made you choose me over all the other websites, all the other coaches that are there? And the most common thing I hear are two things actually, and I'm laughing because you'll hear what I'm going to say for the second reason. The first reason they say, because you've lived through it. 
And so they've been to a lot of therapy before usually, and the therapists have been helpful, but they just don't get it. It's like, I'm not a mother. So I coach a lot of women who have children, but I can understand what it would be like to be a mother, but I don't get it. I don't know it. So number one, it's my personal experience. So just for all the entrepreneurs out there, it's your story and what you've been through in your experience that gives you that beautiful energetic signature and trust and confidence that others can come to you, that they can do what you've done. And the second thing is the way I randomly swear and I'm just so relatable and like I did all these archetype quizzes for my business and I kind of fit in the girl next door archetype, whereas I'm just I say it how it is. I speak to the points where not many people will speak to. Like I used to literally get food out the bottom of the rubbish bin when I was binging and people don't talk about that shit. That's what I used to do. So I think just being so honest and raw, I use random swear words to just bring my passion into it. And some people either love that or they hate it. And the people that love that just gravitate towards me and then we just click. That's amazing. And I mean, yeah, like you said, they'll love it or they hate it. And it doesn't really matter. And you know, the people that love it are going to, like you said, be attracted to you and come to you. And honestly, I feel like swearing here and there does attract (laughs) the right people. They're like, okay, this is a real person, (laughs) you know, I love it. Victoria, so tell us a little bit about how you go about delivering your services um, and working with your clients. Absolutely. So the majority of my clients find me through my podcast and me being a guest on podcasts, right? Which is why I, I were here today, because when I started my own journey of healing, the first thing I did was listen to podcasts. So I, I learn very auditorial. So I, I, I walk a lot. I train at the gym like I'm listening a lot. Not everyone does that. People like to watch. Um, so I thought, well, it feels aligned to just start a podcast and just speak authentically about what I want to speak about. So most of my clients find me through that, or as I've just said, me being a guest on all the podcasts in my area of expertise. That's the majority of clients. I do have a few Google ads running um, for like food freedom coach, body image coach, that sort of thing, which is really worked for me because if you think about it, social media is great. And again, I do have people come from Instagram, Facebook, but in my experience and from personal experience, when I hire a coach, if you're just scrolling and you find someone that's relatable, you consume their content, you might favorite them and you might work with them in the future. But when you're Googling money mindset coach, food freedom coach, you are in the position to search for a coach and you're ready to spend money. Doesn't mean that you can, that you know, you might not be able to invest in that coach depending on the investment, but you're in a position where you want to get help. So that's why I do have Google ads, not a lot. I just spend what, 500 euros a month, which isn't much at all, just to get some people who are really searching for help because they're already I'm going to use the word warm, which doesn't sound nice, but they're already wanting the help. And so I've had so many clients find me on Google ads, not have even listened to a single one of my podcasts or find me on social media. They just reach out to me. We have the call and then boom, we work together. And it's so cool because everyone's so different. So for me, it's podcasting and Google ads. Did that answer your question or was it more so like how 
do I work? No, that answered half my question for sure. That's what I was looking for. And, you know, now when you work with these clients, what I know that you do some one-on-ones, you also do group setting. Tell us a little bit about that. I just want to make sure our audience knows. So in case anyone's interested, you know, um, just know exactly what you, what you do exactly, how you go about your coaching services. Yes. So I primarily focus on one-to-one because that's my most favorite way to support someone. And I started with one-to-one. So when I started my coaching, I just, I focused on one thing at a time, because if you think of the sun and you have a magnifying glass and you take the magnifying glass and the sun comes through, it burns the paper. Whereas if you're trying to like have like 50 magnifying glasses at the same time, it's not going to work. So I've learned that through trial and error as well. Focus on one thing at a time. So one-to-one is my most favorite way. That's where I generate most of my income. I also work with a sliding scale of investment. So depending on the client's net worth, depends on what they pay. And that is because in my work, in any work, actually, if you've got enough skin in the game, if you're stretched and you're like, holy shit, this is like a big investment for me. Can I do it? Do I trust Victoria? I mean, my job is for you to, for the client to trust me and then to guide them to that. And then they pay and that investment in my time and the coaching and their money, it creates this massive shift and they show up and do the work. And guess what? Showing up and does doing the work gets the results that they want. So I have recently brought that into my business and it's gone exceptionally well because I used to just have like a single, like it's this many thousands or it's this. And so many people are at different places. And if someone's earning a shitload of money and they pay like what, three, four grand and they're just like, well, yeah, I might do some hope. Like you pay attention to what you pay for. So one-to-one primarily. And then I've introduced in the last year, my group coaching. And I really enjoy that. That's like a second option. If someone's reaching out to me, they're not in alignment to invest in themselves one-to-one. They then have my group. And I've really promised that that is highly supportive as well. So one-to-one group, and there is a standalone program on my website, if someone's like wanting to get to know me a little bit, they can, that's like a low investment, 49 euros just to come into my world, if you like. Incredible. Thank you so much for letting us know, Victoria. Now let's talk about, you know, how sex, a uh, success. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm tongue tied. How that's success- awesome. We can talk about sex. No worries. We can talk about sex too. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's Friday. It's been a long week. I don't know what's coming out of my mouth at this point. (laughs) Um, Victoria, let's talk about, you know, how if you're driven by service, success is going to come. I know you kind of kind of touched on that a little bit, but if you want to dive into that, I know you have a ton of value to add behind that. And I I think this is a perfect topic that will relate to those listening. Yes. And that was one of my mantras because I work a lot with affirmations, mantras, but more so now I like to call them a declaration. Because if you think of a mantra or an affirmation, it's it's something outside of you that you're stepping into. Whereas a declaration comes from within. It's very powerful. It's like from coming from a state of being. So I declared, I didn't understand it was a declaration at that point that, and my mantra at the time was, success is inevitable if I love what I do. And I kept repeating that over and over again. So when I launched my podcast, one person listened and that was me. Then I'm like, mom, dad, sister, listen to my podcast. Like, and I started there and then I kept looking at the numbers and being like, oh, there's like only 40 views, whatever. And I'll be like, success is inevitable if I love what I do. And I loved what I did and I still do. And so when you're driven 
by service when you're driven by your heart and you give without expecting anything in return I mean yes it's a business you have to have a balance of authority authenticity and service but when everything comes from service the money just comes it takes time it doesn't have to you know some people I'm sure you've heard of a manifestation babe Catherine Zakina she grew her business, I think, in a matter of months, like to like multi, multi-million dollars. And that was her timeline and that's okay. But if you just keep showing up and sharing from service and because you want to help, then of course success is inevitable because why are we even here otherwise? But abundance is our birthright. So of course. Absolutely. I love that. And you mentioned something that I really want to touch on and it's, you know, your timeline, everyone's timeline is different. And, you know, a lot of us wonder within when we start a business, for example, and, you know, success doesn't happen overnight. Now, how do you keep pushing forward when it's not happening when you want it to happen? You know, you know, you aren't scaling at the moment where you'd like to be or growing the way you'd like to be within the business or aligning with the right clients. I mean, that can be discouraging at times. So Let's, let's dive into that. What are your thoughts behind that? Yeah. And that's a great question because business isn't linear uphill like that. It's backwards, forwards, sideways. And the beautiful thing is though, if you are forever a student, there is always something to learn. There's never a failure. I don't believe in failure anymore. I used to be, I used to be afraid of failure in all regards, but I'm not afraid of it anymore because if you have a launch that flops and you're like, okay, I've got one person sign up and like, that's a bit awkward. Only if you make it awkward. Right. And so everything is a lesson. And so how to deal with those moments when they happen, because of course they're going to happen in business and in life in general, I can, this is how I handle it anyway. I don't know about anybody else, but I connect to like one, if I have helped one person and I connect to the pain of what I used to be in. And I know that pain very well, like it was yesterday. And this is what drives me. If I help one woman feel differently about herself, even a little bit, even just through one Instagram post, then my heart feels full at the end of the day. Obviously, as my website states, I want to help millions and I will. But if it's not in alignment right now, if I can help one woman, that's what drives me because who am I, how dare I, give up on business or feel disheartened just because I'm not helping thousands or millions. What about that one woman who was probably about to take her life, who's listened to your podcast episode and actually feels hope that they've never felt before? I mean, it's heart to heart human connection. That's what helps me one person at a time, if need be. Incredible. Thank you for sharing, Victoria. Now, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you feel within business. Have you ever, you know, gotten to the point where you were on the verge of, say, burnout or had too many hats on as, you know, the CEO and founder of your business? We often can have our, like, every hat on in the business and it can become very challenging sometimes. Um, Tell us your thoughts behind that. I'm smiling so much because honestly, yes, of course, I'm sure everyone who has gone into business has has experienced this so I used to have loads of one-to-one clients when I was charging less and my diary would be full of like one-to-one sessions and then I wouldn't have time to breathe and I'm also I mean I'm even talking fast remembering the energy I used to be in having to do posts and trying to work out how to schedule and and also all the face and it's oh my god I mean yes I'm earning money but I can't continue to scale from the energy and the lifestyle that I was in 
And so that's when I hired my first virtual assistant. I actually let go of some control because it's all about control as well, especially those that are in eating disorders. I'm healed, obviously, but there's that aspect there that can creep up, like trying to control things and not give trust to anybody else. So I hired my first virtual assistant and she took a lot away from me hired someone to help me with Google ads. So now that this person just does, I don't have to even log in and try to understand all that shit because it gives me a headache. And it doesn't, right. it's, it's a lot of energy. It's not fun. And guess what? When you're not having fun in your business, you're not going to attract the money, the clients, because you're blocking yourself. So this is the hardest bit though, right, Brittany, because you have to spend money to pay these people and that's scary, especially if you're just about getting over the, okay, you're earning the same amount of money as you perhaps were in a full-time job. And that right. feels good. And then you're like, well, now what step do I make? Now I've got to then pay money, which feels, it felt for me really scary. But then you just have to come back to like, you know, money is energy, success is inevitable. I can actually help more people if I outsource all the shit that gives me a headache that I don't even know how to do. I would spend an hour trying to faff around in Canva when my virtual assistant can do the same thing in 10 minutes because that's what she's an expert in. So there's a great book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I have the book. I wish right? I could just grab it right now. It's in my other office. Have read you it. read it? Read it. Everybody needs to read it, please. Yes. Right. So we talked about yep. your area of genius. Yep. And we often limit problem, right? Exactly. 100%. And that's so much of the work I've done with in myself. So my area of genius is coaching, is, is, is speaking. My area of excellence is teaching. So that's when I'll do like a masterclass as a, as a launch and lead them to my group coaching. But that's my area of excellence. My genius is coaching. The other stuff oh my God, it gives me a headache. I get annoyed. So I'm going to outsource that shit. And you have to take that leap, hence the book, The Big Leap. You have to take that leap and just do it and invest in support and trust and watch what happens. So that's the growth. You have to be, one of my values is courage. You have to be courageous. And also what the fuck is the worst that can happen? You, it doesn't really? work. You can fire them if, it, if they're not doing a good job. Them. You're fine. <laughs> exactly. You let them go. You pivot. You do something different. So honestly, what's the worst that can happen? Just do it. Right. And I think we have to lean into that, you know, a little bit into the unknown and lean into that faith that everything's going to work out the way it's meant to, right? I mean, I think a lot of us have that fear of the unknown and that holds us back because, I guess, you know, I'd like to hear your thoughts when, when it's time to start, start scaling and, you know, taking some of those hats off so you can focus more on the business instead of in it, in every direction, when do you know it's time and what, what was the biggest push for you to release that control and allow other people to step in and, and take over some of the stuff for you so that you were able to work more so on the business? Yeah. More so my intuition. So I work very much with connecting to me. So I don't, I mean, obviously I work with strategy, but more so it's me, the feeling, the energetics, does it feel right? So there's not a specific strategic, when you're at this stage, this is, I mean, some people do have that and that can be helpful, but it's kind of obvious. I was waking up, I enjoyed what I did. I always have because of my heart-centered leadership and wanting women to feel the way I feel. 
but I was drained as fuck. And I was honestly scared to open my WhatsApp because my one-to-one clients have 24-7 WhatsApp support. I mean, that I'm not on it 24-7, but they can message me anytime. So, and I didn't know how to set boundaries for myself around my WhatsApp. So that's something I've learned for sure. So I always was like responding. I was always feeling like I had to be like, oh, I need to check, they're paying this money. And it, that was a worthiness thing as well. So it's honestly, how do you feel? And now I actually spoke to my best friend, business partner today. And I said to her, I can't quite believe it. Although at the same time I can, that I have, I'm earning all this money doing what I love. And I've got so much fucking free, t- free time sat in the garden in my underwear today, just relaxing. And I'm like, life gets to be this good life. And it's like, you have, I'm having to open myself up and increase my capacity to receive love, abundance, joy. And this is all part of the business journey. It's not just ABC, do this when, because I don't want to scale to a business where I'm having loads of employees, bringing different coaches in. My business partner does. I don't want that for me and my business because for now, anyway, I mean, who it could change. I am my business, like the magic that I create with clients in one-to-one container, which is why it's high ticket. I don't want to bring on other people that doesn't light me up. It might light somebody else up. I probably then won't scale to multi-million and that's okay because that's not success to me. Success to me is time freedom and financial freedom and doing what I love. And that's mine. I love it. You know, and you know what success looks like to you and that's all that matters. And um, yeah, I think it's great when you're able to just, you know, allow in what's meant to come in and release what you're supposed to release. Right. And just letting go of that control, you know, and just giving it to the universe that it's going to work out. So this is incredible. Now I know our episodes are quite short, but I want to just make sure we have enough time to kind of talk a little bit about the podcast. I know you mentioned you started it because of, you know, the intention behind it was you throughout your healing journey, you started listening to podcasts or going on a walk and listening to them. So what, so those were, that's kind of your intentions behind it. Now, where is it at today? I know you get most of your clients from it. Let's talk a bit about the podcast and how it ties into the business. Yeah, absolutely. So like you say, to reflect back, that's why I started it. So for me, it's always the reason why we do everything. So when I'm talking to clients with relationship with food and their, and their body image and all of that, it's the why behind what's driving us to do something. So I feel that energetically this helps people find my podcast because I didn't start it. And no, there's no judgment for those that have. I didn't start it purposely to get clients in to get money. Money was actually, money actually didn't drive me at all. Money wasn't a value of mine at all, which now it is because I want to help more people. So I've shifted that. So the more money I have, the more I can spend on my business, et cetera. But I started generally because I just wanted to help and to share. So that was my energetics behind it. And I just every single week showed up with an episode, started to ask as my Instagram was growing, started to ask, hey, what questions do you have? What do you need to hear? So it was very much, you're my audience. How can I serve you? And I would create from what is being asked of me to create. And I just, honestly, I just kept showing up. 
um making sure like you when you read the podcast title it's quite a mouthful because it's quite a long title so purposely I've got food freedom and boy love podcast in the title because it helps when people search for like eating disorder podcast or so some technical stuff behind it I don't advertise a podcast it's on my website but I also get on guests with big podcasts so one of the most podcast that send me clients is called the eating disorder therapist it's one of the it's in the top 10 in the whole of the UK in health and wellness and so many people come from that and that was just because I reached out to her because the worst thing that will happen is they'll say no I mean that's it that's the worst thing that will happen to you is you'll feel a feeling of rejection for a second or not and she said yes and I was on there and people related to me and so I can't really give you a tangible answer apart from keep showing up, keep speaking from the heart, engage your audience and ask what they need to hear. Oh, one other thing that might, that I think has really been beneficial and I invite others entrepreneurs to consider this. This also shows your potential clients that you're putting your money where your mouth is and your um, confidence in coaching. I sometimes have someone come on my podcast and I give them a free coaching session live as a podcast episode, when they're asking a question that's too complex for me to just respond in an episode. And so that's vulnerability as a coach, because guess what? Thousands and thousands of people get to listen to you coaching in real time. And it took me a while to kind of, well, my intuition guided me to this, but, and I had fear of like, what if I'm not a good enough coach or what? And I like, you know what? I want to help this person. I'm going to do this. And if someone gets something out of it, then that's good for me. And the amount of one-to-one clients I've got, first of all, from the free session I've given, they've been like, wow, you need to be my coach. And I've not expected that. It's just happened. Or people have listened and been like, wow, I loved the way you took that woman through this. Can I work with you? So again, it's, it comes back to service and what can you do over delivering I always over deliver as well beautiful I mean Victoria I think like when you look at it from a perspective that you are um, you know you're looking at how many lives can I change and then the money is flowing the clients are flowing in you're attracting all that abundance because you're not chasing it right and you're just you know that you know you're out there trying to make a difference in people's lives and you're with the right reasons behind you right so I, I think that makes all of the difference as well It does, because what you put out, you get back tenfold, right? And it's not like you give to get back. It just, like you know, sometimes I've had um, women's on a consultation call with me and I do this, like I have like a promise to myself, once every four months I take a, a woman on who can't invest, but who desperately needs me. So sometimes I'll take someone on who doesn't pay me a thing and depending on what my intuition's guiding me to, sometimes I offer them the group coaching for free. Sometimes I give them one-to-one for free, which obviously is really high ticket and it feels right. And that's life-changing for the person. And that's giving so much. It just comes from other places. Obviously you can't be, that's not, you can't have that as your business model, obviously. But when I intuitively feel I can't leave this, like this woman needs to have me in her life. How can I make this work? I'm actually going to gift this to her and I know it's going to come and support me in other ways. And it always does. Love that. Victoria, absolutely amazing. And I think we all need to be coming from that place of our heart, right? And it always, like you said, comes back tenfold. 
I love what you're doing. I really do. And you're making a big difference in this world. Now, Victoria, unfortunately, these are such short interviews, but I want to make sure we have enough time to go ahead and, you know, let the audience know the best way to connect with you. I mean, if there's anyone looking to connect or possibly work with you, or who knows, maybe they need to come on your show for a little bit of a a coaching session. What are the best ways to connect and reach out? Absolutely. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to share, by the way. So uh, the easiest thing is to go to my website and I'm sure everything will be linked below for spelling reasons, victoriakleinsman.com. And then from there, you can get my podcast, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, email. So just go to that one place and you will find me. And I always, I'm behind my DM. So my virtual assistant does some other stuff, but because I am my brand and people want to work with me I'm behind the DM so it's always me that you're contacting so yeah I'll be happy to help amazing well thank you so much again Victoria sharing this with my audience and myself absolutely incredible exactly what I'm looking for on my show so I appreciate you taking the time out of your day you're so welcome thank you for having me on much love Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on, just like Victoria did today to, you know, talk about, you know, be vulnerable, talk about your own story, and also talk about the business and podcasts and how they tie in together nicely, challenges and wins, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, you guys. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.